Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for taking time out of your day. We hope you sit back, relax, put your feet up, take a deep breath, and just bring in some new insight today, some new wisdom, and a moment for you to think about how the words we talk about play out into your life. My name is Stacey Johnston. I'm honored to sit here with you, and equally as honored, as always, to sit along my side, my co-host, Kathy Holland. How are you today, Kathy? I am grateful today. We got some much-needed rain last night, so looking forward to the conversation and happy to be here. How about you? Very good. The same. You know, I'm going to kudo on the much-needed rain, probably the loudest thunder and most beautiful lightning storm I've seen in a really long time was last night. It was just the energy was crazy, beautiful. Um, And, yeah, again, like I said, a a blessing for some much-needed rain around here for so many people. And I'm... I get up, I get excited, I get giddy kind of when I think about these conversations we're going to have because I, I love the way that after we talk about a word, it really becomes prominent in my mind and in my conversations in the next week. And I really kind of catch myself trying to find out how this word plays out and how to model it. What does it do for you in your everyday life? You know, I think I've said it more than once that it really just drives home the fact that there are a billion plus people in this world and a billion plus different paths, right? There's different paths and different definitions and different interpretations and different feelings and different, just the difference is beautiful. I appreciate it. I think the difference is what makes us the same, if that, if that makes any sense at all, because we all, it's just an acceptance, right, and the acceptance of the fact that we can look at a word and have three different definitions or 20, and like you've said a hundred times, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat, and at the end of the day, the cats still get skinned. doesn't make anybody's way right or wrong, and so someone else's perception or concept of a word, because it's different than mine, doesn't make them wrong, it gives us two perspectives. And I think it really kind of drives that home for me, you know, that somebody doesn't always have to be right. Um, and I, I appreciate that a lot. So let's get this show on the road. We have a beautiful lady with us today. She's a returning guest. She was gracious enough to join us on our Uncaked Heroes podcast a, a little bit ago, and we are so honored to have her back, joining us all the way from Denmark. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Trina Hansen, how are you today? Hi, Stacy and Cassie. Thank you so much for having me back. I've been looking forward to this. And I could sit here and listen to you guys talk all night because I love the way you spoke about this one word that we're going to discuss. And I totally agree that it's so fascinating how we sometimes just take it for granted that this word means this but when we actually stop and talk to someone, we realize that they're looking at the world in a completely different perspective. Mm. Amen. Yeah, it's just worth So what intrigued you about coming back to do this podcast with us? I mean, it's different than, than most that are out there because of the way it's set up. But what intrigued you about coming back and having this conversation with us? Well, I enjoyed talking to you guys so much last time. And I think to me, that's the real magic is having 
a conversation with random strangers but coming together for the purpose of something meaningful instead of just you know staying on the surface and talking about work or something but digging into something into the nitty-gritty of something I think that's so wonderful and I must admit I really like this concept of getting a word and then talking about that without knowing up front what it might be so I'm on the edge of my seat here guys Let's get the show on the road. Today we're going to talk about the word authentic. So when you hear the word authentic, Trina, what is your definition of that word? How do you sit with that word? Oh, I like that one very much. Um, and, and to me it's all about being who we are. And, and it is, it's a word that I see all the time lately, I feel, or... Over the last few years, it's something that's coming up more and more, I feel, and I think that's a sign that we're moving in a direction that I like to think of as a, mm. as a good direction, that there's more room, more freedom to be who we are, to be authentic. But it also takes mm. courage sometimes. Um, so, so there's a lot of good qualities sort of mixed in with that word, I find. I like that. I like that concept of, of authentic. How about you, Kathy? What is, when you hear the word authentic, what does it mean to you? I think of being able to be the exact same person in any situation, right? Mm. I... I will use myself as a total example of this. We were just having a conversation about the fact that since I wasn't could talk, I had do not have the ability to sugarcoat situations. Mm-hmm. I just I yep. just don't. It is not. It doesn't sound right. Right. It sounds like a lie to me. So there's no reason for me to sugarcoat it. I'm just going to tell you how it is. And I think that that type of communication makes people super uncomfortable. Right. Right. So being able to be myself or be or anybody, right? Being able to be yourself no matter what situation you're in, no matter if you are, you know, at a school function or at dinner with a governor or at a Christmas party or at home in your pajamas. You can be the exact same person in all of those situations. That is authenticity, right? Mm. Being being who you are. I like that. I like and what a challenge. What a challenge in the world we live in today because the world has an expectation. And I think we spend a whole lot of wasted energy in our life trying to meet the world's expectation instead of our own. Oh, right. God, yes. So when I think about authentic, again, one of my challenges with me in these words is I try to take them inside, hmm. right? Because it's easy for me to come up with a worldly, superficial definition of the world. But what does that mean if I turn that word in, inward and I examine me and my authentic, right? 
I believe that from the time we're very young and we recognize that we're someone's daughter or someone's son or someone's cousin or someone's friend, we learn very young how to wake up and immediately put on a hat, become that person, right? As, as I said, now I have a, a wife hat and a mom hat and a grandparent hat and a coach hat and a podcaster hat, right, and a caregiver mm-hmm. hat for my mom. And so I think we spend a lot of our time and we're trained very young how to step into that hat. And if yeah. we're not conscious of it, we look up one day and go, who's under the hat? Yeah. Who is that person anymore with no hat on? And I think staying friends with her, staying familiar with the essence of who you were created to be, mm. that's what authentic is. And that, I think that is such a challenge in the world that we've created as a society. Right? Again, from the time you're a little bitty, what kind of jeans do you wear? Who do you hang mm. out with? Do you have that toy? Where do you go to school? And so we're and I hate the word groomed, but almost, right, put into yeah. this position to become other things because authentic you can't be enough, not if you don't have that shirt, not if you don't drive that car, not if you don't live in that area. Mm. Um, and so I think the challenge is to remain authentic in a world that would have you be something else. Absolutely. Yeah, so I like that, this. So what does that take? Yeah, okay. I like Sorry, I like um, the consistency that you're both pointing to about being the same no matter the setting we find ourselves in and and also about the hats. I like that one. I usually think of it as as a chameleon that we have to, that sometimes we might even forget our original color because we're, we're changing our colors to fit in all the time. So... Being authentic, um, it might be something we have to relearn, actually, because to be who we are, we have to be aware of who that actually is. And as you say, when we have been raised to take on so many parts, there's one part to play in school and one at home, and if our parents are divorced, we have two homes with two sets of rules, and... And then when we're playing at friends' house, it's it's different again. Um, so I think actually that is one of the things about personal development that we have to start out with to become authentic, to be honest with ourselves about who we are and what we want for our lives. And And I sometimes meet people who... Uh, almost sort of feel a little bit blank about that because, uh, ooh, this is about me now. I'm not used to that because because we're used to playing these roles, taking care of everybody else. So having to come back and be authentic, be honest with ourselves, actually be who we are, it's it's amazing how big a challenge that can be because it it ought to be natural. It ought to be a given that we get to be who we are. But as you say, society is not actually really built that way. It's not built that way. Cassie, where does that take you? (laughs) I was just going to say it makes me think of parents with young kids 
especially mm. new parents. I, my oldest is about to be eight. Mm. And for, I mean, I, me and postpartum depression were on a first name basis by the time I had my third kid. Mm. So the combination of that and societal mm. expectations oh, made yes. being authentic very difficult mm. to the point where I had to actually retrain myself and every time I started to worry about what somebody else was going to think when I made that decision, I had to ask myself why it mattered to me what they thought. Yeah. Like, how does it directly affect them? Hmm. And should that, should that interfere with my decision? Yeah. And it's a complicated process. Absolutely. How, how did very- you... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Trent. Go ahead, Trina. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just. How did you? Was there something that sort of you could hold on to in that process that helped you to to remember to sort of be authentic or return to being authentic? I think there were a few situations where I found myself in a position where I had to defend a decision or defend a choice or, Mm. you know, and in in those moments, it was not difficult for me to remember who Mm. I was. Yeah. Right. So that helped, right? Yeah. But again... Yeah, Good but point. it's mm, and and makes me think that I guess being authentic that's easy enough if if it's all the good qualities that we can sort of own and and embrace and so on. But ooh, when you mentioned having kids and the expectations of society, that that hit a nerve with me as well. And and when I was one of the first in my sort of uh, circle of friends who had kids. So when when the next of my friends became moms, I, I you know, I congratulated them and I was like, oh, that's so amazing and, and I'm happy for you. And then I typically said, and when you have one of those days where you just want to scream into a pillow and just, walk out on on this screaming little baby. You can call me because I know it's not always just lollipops and sunshine. And I think sometimes we we forget that and because we want to live up to those roles that we have been taught. We want to be the good mom, we want to be the good wife, we want to be the good colleague and and so on. So I think we can support each other in being honest when things are difficult because that can make it a little bit easier for someone else who might sit there and think that they are wrong or broken because they don't find it super fun or super easy to be a new mom, for instance. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. Beautiful point. And so many people probably struggle with feeling that very way. You know, yeah. struggle with whether or not that makes them good or bad or 
right or wrong because that's how they feel. And yeah. I think that's where I think it comes in. Is it's absolutely okay to feel mm-hmm. exactly the way you feel. What matters is what you do with that. Yeah. Right, because yeah. praise God, we get to feel the way we feel. We get to own emotion, and we get to, because that's how you learn, and that's how you grow, and that's how you right, become who you're supposed to be, is you learn to manage and walk your way through that. Yeah. So it matters what you do with it more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know? I think when, so let me ask you this. When you look mm-hmm. at authenticity, and you look at the concept of being who you are underneath the music, mm. Well, and, and going back to that authentic self, because if, if we don't, if we don't pay attention, we can get lost in the world's songs, and we start mm-hmm. just to sing our very own. And you have one to sing that's different than mine, that's different yeah. than Kathy's, but they're all equally as important. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think we, we lose sight of, of the fact that we get to tell a story. And then when we recognize that it's your story, you actually should get to pick up the pen and write the story. Yes. And you grow yeah. into that place, and you, it makes other people around you uncomfortable because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you don't fit into their puzzle the same way. Oh, yeah. And so we stop. We go, oh, God, I don't want to fit in anybody, so I'll just stop growing, as opposed to saying, I understand that, that, that there's some discomfort in that for you, but this is when it's your turn to make a new spot for me. Yeah. Right? It, it, how people conceive or perceive your growth and your the end of the day, it's really none of your business. Because yeah. They're going to feel how they're going to feel, right? And all yeah. you can do is worry about it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> right? And let that yeah. control your decisions. Yeah. And then they win, no matter Absolutely. the outcome. Yeah. So to, to maintain that authenticness, is, again, like, like you said, I think it's a retraining. It's a, mm. they were raising our children. I think it's a recognition on how to keep them off that train. Yeah. Right. If I knew what I knew now and could go back and, and do some things as a parent over, I'd make some yeah. different decisions. I'd encourage some different things. Mm. Right? As I see the way that we, you know, because I grew up in that generation of parents where we were so busy being good parents, making sure all the I's were crossed and the teeth, you know, everything was all yeah. ready to go, backpack was packed, snack was ready for soccer, that we missed the wonder. Yeah. Right, and we... So we train them to grow up in the school. You've got to be in 4-H, you've got to be in ballet, and you've got to go to Boy Scouts, and you've got to ride, and you've got to do all of these things. So we groom them to wear all these hats. Yep, yep. Because that's, that's what we learn, and we can't really pass on anything that right. we, we haven't learned, that we don't know ourselves. So I think as parents, that's one of the most important well roles, if you like, is to... And, and I think that's authenticity as well, isn't it? That every generation gets to to take it one step further, hopefully, because if we as parents sort of give that space, that privilege to our kids to let them become who they are instead of just extensions of us, mm-hmm. then they they have that small advantage that they can then pass on to their kids, hopefully. So that, again, we are moving in the right direction. I have to believe that, and I do believe that. That for every single one of us who find that courage to say, I'm not going to wear that hat today, even though you might expect me to because you're used to, 
I am going to be me, even if that makes you slightly uncomfortable momentarily, because in the long run, it sets other people free to be who they are. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, Cassie, as a parent, kind of the, the concept of what's happening in some realms in the public school system, in society at large, in this age of information that we're in, how do you how do you manage with your children, your small children, and children that's going to be the people that you touch through the programs and, and the information that you put out there? How do you model authenticity and teach that to your children now instead of it being something they have to go back at 40 and refund? Rediscover. Oh, that's a really I, good question. I made the decision to homeschool my kids. And immediately I faced battle after battle still because, you know, that's not, that's out of the norm. That's out of the box, right? Mm. But in my opinion, one of the best ways that I can model authenticity is to take the opportunity while I have them at home to teach them things from all sides. Mm. Right. They can learn things from a completely different perspective because they have the option. Yeah. You know, and if I don't put the same restrictions and requirement cap on what they learn like the public school system does, and I'm, I'm not knocking the public school system. Bless you if you're a teacher. No, I'm not knocking the school system at all. Mm. But it's very structured, and it's very scripted, right? And there's so much more. Oh, yeah. There's so much more to learn. So, you know, while I have the opportunity to let them learn things authentically from all sides, I think that it will benefit them in the long run. That's so beautiful. Amen. I admire that. I, I must admit I'm not sure I had, would have had the strength to homeschool my kids. Mm. It's difficult. But, yeah, it must be. But I think maybe that could be another little silver lining to the whole pandemic that I hear more and more people talk about homeschooling and I think maybe it has opened up because some people who like me thought that oh no that's not for me I couldn't do that they have been forced to do it during the pandemic and maybe some figured out that there are benefits so I think it it could open the the path forward for others who want to do it so hopefully they don't have to fight quite as fierce battles I like it I could keep going with this conversation I have a great time doing these but we are going to be at that place ladies where we're going to have to find our way to wind down mm. so I'm going to add a question to the two of you yes or no do you feel like you have finally figured out who the authentic you is? Trina, Trina yes or no? Ooh. <laughs> well, yes. 
because it's a work in progress, so that covers it. (laughs) Perfect. Kathy, yes or no? Have I just have I discovered my authentic self? Is that your question? Yes, ma'am. I think it is a never-ending journey. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. The same. It is a like you said. I believe it's a work in progress. Every day that I get up means I'm not quite there yet, and I have another mm-hmm. day to work on it. And so. I love it. I, I love the authenticity of this conversation. Um, I've had such a wonderful time. I'd love our audience to always remember that we're brought to you by Enlighten Up and Guided by Grace. If we can serve you in some way, if you'd like to have a conversation with us, if you want to share your story or you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say. So please reach out to us at herobuilder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to close by saying thank you again for joining us from the other side of the world to have this beautiful and enlightening conversation. I'm honored by your presence and your willingness to come back and share your, your just your transparency and your, and your character and your soul with us. So I'm, I'm grateful to that. Thank you very much for your time. Kathy, oh, how would you my like pleasure. To leave our, how would you like to leave our audience today, Kathy, with Authentic? With a challenge. You know, I mentioned at the beginning of this recording that one of the things that I thought authenticity was about was being able to be the same in every situation. So if you feel like you have a an issue with that or if it's challenging for you, focus on that and see if it makes a difference in who fills up your circle. I love it. Beautiful. You always put out the coolest challenges. Trina, we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show. How would you like to leave the audience today with Authentic? Oh, I want everybody to feel okay in that authenticity, even if it's not shiny and new and and fitting into the boxes. I, I want to remind people that authentic means the full spectrum, not just the the pretty surface stuff.